Farley Brothers Radio. We are the Farley Brothers Radio. Radio, radio, radio. Hi, followers. How are Hi, you all out there? How are you again today? I hope you're all well and We're fine and great. We're all back at all things comedy. I heard it was snowed in Wisconsin on Monday. It oh, was, it was snowed? Snow is still down on yeah, the ground. Yeah, it's starting to, you know, this is the time in Wisconsin where I would get a little bit seasonal <laughs> depression. Bacteritis yeah. disorder? Yeah, it would get seasonal depression. That does exist. All right. Well, we have our guest got again. We have a guest again. He is our friend. He's a friend of the Farleys. Yes, Bob, he is. Bob, introduce yourself. Bobby Miyamoto. Bobby. If you were listening Bobby. last week, this is a bonus you session. Were in, last week, Bobby wants to come on. He always wants to. You're bugging us to come on. Knock we had some unfinished business with Bobby last week. But did you ever get seasonal depression? Yeah, actually. Living in Boise. In Boise, I didn't, but in New York, I noticed it. You did? Yeah. It's I, weird. Yeah. I, I mean, I got it in Chicago. Did you? You did. Well, I, you know, I got in Chicago after. I've never uh, seen you depressed. What is John Farley depressed like? Uh, there wasn't dark a blackout. Basically, Johnny's how he wakes up and forces himself to laugh. <laughs> Simpsons. <laughs> He'll like fucking You're right. bong himself out of a depression. Well, because it, uh, I loved the but fucking snowstorms. When you live in the Midwest and you see at this point of the year the snow, it's it. Believe me, I love the fall. And I love the changes of the leaves. And all of a sudden, the leaves fall. Then it's and over. And you realize we're yeah. in for three months. Yeah. It's like more shit. than that. It is. It's... October is the, is the changing of the moods. Because yeah. the bad. beginning of October, you're like, oh, my goodness. Look at the fall weather. Yeah. So beautiful. You're still just wearing a sweater. You're not yeah. wearing a jacket. November 1st is like, no Whole more leaves. Game. No more leaves. They're on the ground. You have to rake They're on them. on the ground. You got to rake yeah. them. Up. I had so many blisters when I was growing up. From I was basically like a sun. Raking leaves. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Dad used to come up. My dad was the best at assigning um, tasks. The tasks because he would over exaggerate the task, and I would <laughs> under exaggerate it. He knew. So that. he would go up and he'd be like, "All right, here's what I want you to do. You see this whole driveway here." This entire driveway full of leaves. I want you to rake every single leaf. I want you to rake every single corner, every single leaf. And I want to put them in a bag and put them neatly on the sidewalk. And I'd be like, just this driveway? He'd be like, no, the whole driveway. I would <laughs> underestimate it. Did your just dad to piss him off. Have- I'd be like, oh, wait, all you want me to do is this driveway? That's cool. I can do that. He'd be like, no, the whole driveway. I'm like, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, okay, I got it. Right, no big deal. But he wanted it. He just wanted to be like, no, every leaf, every fucking leaf. You and knew what'd that you would do piss with him them? off too. Huh? What'd you do with the leaves? We put them all down at the uh, at the uh, on the street. Yeah, you have to bag either you bag put them, them in a big pile. No, we didn't put a bag them because there was too many. Our lawn was ginormous, so we put them all down at the end oh, yeah. of the uh, of the street in a huge pile, and they'd come and pick it up. But sometimes we burn here's them. the thing is you weren't allowed to play in the leaves because if you were cars because cars would the try to fucking yeah, yeah they the run you over yeah. 16 to 19 year old kids 
would like to run through the sure, leaves yeah. and explode sure. them. Yes. Yeah. So if you were in those leaves, you'd be dead. You'd be, you'd be dead. We, we used to play with those when, a lot. Though. When I was in Idaho, we used to do that. We used to rake the leaves up and jump off the roof of the house into the leaves. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a dumb thing to I do. Know. Yeah. <laughs> I that's know. a really dumb thing to do, though. You break a leg that way. Yeah. You fucking break a leg that way. But when way. it snowed, did you ever do that? Yeah. We, yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> We'd make, like, sledding. We would go. Our, we were on a... This is how crazy. We lived on a cliff. 100-foot so like, cliff. A 100-foot cliff. Jesus. And so, like, and then the cliff was rocks and then a lake. How did you make it through childhood, all you guys? Oh, believe me. Barely. My mother barely. would be looking out the window as us, as we'd be taking a hose <gasps> out to the Yeah, back we'd take lawn. a hose out and make a, it was on a hill, we'd make an ice friggin' oh sled. Oh, my God. No. Yeah. yeah. And we get like one of those luge. plastic. You, you know those luge. plastic red sleds you yeah. get yeah, yeah. at Kmart? Yeah. We get well, those motherfuckers. We hit make a jump and we'd try to get as much air as we could, and then you'd have to freaking break. You hit powder and you'd be like, so sweet. Yeah. Second guy would hit powder, go yeah. a little farther. <laughs> Third guy hit powder, go a little farther. Yeah. By the end of the day, ain't no more powder. You're going off into the hundred foot cliff. And so nobody ever fell did off? go off in the cliff, but there I was a did. couple. There was a lot of Kevin. I there was did. a lot of branches there. We'd grab onto the fucking. I know. I went, grabbed onto the fucking branch one time. I, my feet were dangling off that fucking yeah. cliff, and <gasps> the dead. fucking red, the red devil sled went yeah. king kunk king kunk kunk all yeah. over on the fucking ice. Yeah, on the uh, on the lake. Holy right. shit! Yeah, and the right. ice fishermen were like, "Holy fuck." One of the Farley boys. <laughs> oh my god! And I god. fucking had to climb myself back up. I was like, "Wow, that was bad." Alone. alone. Oh god! You took it out alone by yeah, yourself. Yeah, because you guys, you know, all the brothers were Jesus. gone. I was like, I could finally sled alone. <laughs> Johnny always wanted to be alone. <laughs> the loner. Did your dad have a Midwestern accent? A little bit, yeah. A because bit you Wisconsin. guys don't. I hear yours a little bit. Johnny doesn't have one at all. Oh, Dad did a little bit, yeah, a little bit. It's 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 not like Minnesota, like which is like Minnesota. No. But I no. played a club in Milwaukee, and all the waitresses had like strong. Milwaukee's got it going on. Wisconsin Bay there, yeah, cry. Where'd what you club go did you play? Comedy, fuck, on cafe Brady? or something like that. It was fun. Yeah, Someone well, on Brady? all the all the. I think all the comedy, the great comedy, is is out of Milwaukee and Madison. Well, we were in uh, Denver. The audiences were amazing there. Amazing. Really? Amazing. amazing. They loved That's comedy. awesome. Spade walked off stage, and he's like, I should, hero. Done, I should have just done my special right there. Yeah. Well, smart, clever, great audiences in Denver. Really good audiences. <coughs> in fun. Madison, Milwaukee, same kind of thing. It's, it's like the smartest towns. The really smart towns, and they want to go out and have a good time and laugh. Who have a good, yeah, play yeah. hard. Sometimes you'll go to cities where people are sour. Yeah, even in yeah. L.A., they could be like, "Make me laugh, douchebag." I've oh, you seen the best. Oh, L.A. is awkward, odd town. There, some of those, uh, some of the uh, we Kevin and I did a uh, improv show there for my college. I went to school there in Denver. Where you see? No, no, fucking small school or called CU. Regis University. Regis. And, uh, Small Jesuit school. Jesuit, uh, uh, Jesuit school. And um, we're staying at the Brown Palace downtown. 
And uh, we went to the cigar lounge talking, and this one girl came up to us for some reason and started chit-chatting. Lo and behold, her conversation diluted, uh, what do you call it, digressed into, she was like, I left my husband because um, I slipped on our back porch and I fell on the, uh, I fell on the uh, fireplace poker. Oh, my and God. And it went oh. through the back of my head. Oh, my God. And I was looking up in the kitchen window going, help, Jeez. help. <gasps> and I saw my husband going, bye-bye. No. Bye-bye. What? Bye-bye. So he was just going to let her die. Yeah. Somehow. Like, he somebody put it tell there. us this? Yeah, remember that in the fucking cigar lounge? Oh we were fucked up, blacked out, crazy drunk. Wow. What? Yeah. And wow. he was looking at the oh, window going bye that. bye. Yeah. And Pat Finn and I, I you think and I me black are out going. of these things because when somebody comes up to me and tells me that dark of a story, I go, I'm not here. I'm not here. <laughs> I, I, I literally go, go I'm not here. I, I'm yeah. not here. I left I'm the like, building. Holy fuck, lady. That's crazy. That's crazy. He goes, wow. she's like, yeah, that's what happened. Nice to have you guys. So anyway, in town. nice talking <laughs> to you. Like, yeah, okay. It is amazing show. how people come up to you. You're great and, at the small talk. I can't do it. But I'm amazed that like when you're in a town like that and and like when people come up to us and say, because we lost our brother and all that. We've had people know that we've had tragedy in our life. So they tell their tragic story. Oh, yeah. is that what it is? I think it's kind of like oh, that. God. So, you so that. you're like, I think, by the way, none of us get out of this life without tragedy. Eventually, everyone Eventually, has to do it. we oh, yeah. all face tragedy. Right. So, uh, okay, we've had ours. Now you're going to get yours, and you're going to get yours, and you're going to get yours. But, I mean, I'm never going to go to a party and go, can I tell you my most tragic fucking story? <laughs> I know. Well, it's, not it like is weird. It's, it's not like you're fucking Tony Robbins or something. Well, I mean, why do you lead off with that? Yeah. That's the thing. Why do you lead off with your most tragic story? You know, it's like the person that you sit there and talk to, and then the, within five minutes they go, you know I was raped. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're people, like, no, I didn't. I did not. People are just. I did not know you that. Could tell. You could tell. <laughs> yes, like, you could. You guys on the road must see how, like, how close people's wounds are to their oh, skin. You know, right like up it's to the just front. Like, I love it. Right you're like the they've they've got you captive now for a second, and that's I had all they need to yeah. like, go city there. On the road in fucking Kentucky. We were on the road, and I was sitting. I was, yeah, you know, I, I was in a hotel where it's like one of those, uh, those atrium. It's like a circle thing, a uh, Hyatt where you can look down. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so loud as shit, and I walk outside. I go, I'm gonna put a stop. To this. It's getting a little crazy. The, I mean, they're pounding on the walls. So I walk out, knock on the door, and I can see all my second city buddies behind me. I'll handle this. Knock on the door. This girl comes out with like a tank top, no bra. Uh oh. Fucking half t- three teeth. And she's <laughs> like, I'm like, God, could you quiet down in there? It's getting kind of loud. We're, we're actually, we're just trying to have a conversation in the other room and we can't hear. She goes, I got four kids in here <laughs> and I don't know how to tame them. They're out of hand. And I'm like, okay, well, just <laughs> tell them to go to bed. She's like, 
I'm lonely. No. <laughs> right there. She said. So she's hitting on you. Oh, God. She goes, I'm lonely. And I go. Everyone in Second City laughed because I go, my next comment was, you have beautiful features. <laughs> but uh, I'm afraid I can't. Uh, I'm just going to have to ask you to. Beautiful calm. feature. I know. Everyone goes, yeah. what the hell does that mean? I'm like, couldn't really pinpoint yeah. what it was. <laughs> Didn't want to say anything because she had no tits, no bra. It was funny because the only no thing teeth. you're really thinking of is like, you don't know anything about it, but she might have gorgeous tits. Yeah, no. And he's like, I don't want this to hurt your feeling, but you have beautiful features. Beautiful features. There's an aura. It is a great way to put it. You, a- I'm just staring at your tits. <laughs> yeah. I'm not listening to your horrible story. <laughs> yeah, so I, I fucking... <laughs> She quieted her kids down, and then we went back to smoking pot and hanging out. <laughs> but I was like, holy fuck, that was loud. Everyone, everyone cool? Did I handle it? And they're like, no, you didn't handle no, it. No, you handled nothing. <laughs> handled it horribly. Well, I think people do, uh, they give you their most intimate story right away. I mean, it is amazing what people do. It, it's true, right? Yeah, but even the small talk, I've noticed that you're good at that on the road. I can't I'm good do, at that. Yeah. Like people are always, you know, you explain what you have to go through. You have to go through when you get off the stage. You have to go through a lot of people just I, I when you get off stage on the road, you have to you have to deal with somebody at the bar going, "I didn't like you." <laughs> you know, <laughs> you, know you, well, the guy at the bar that people goes, "People really I tell you that?" <clears throat> oh, 100%. Really? Oh sure. No. Well, there's. They don't. They, I've it, never it seen runs anyone the do spectrum. that. Mean. It runs the spectrum of his like. I didn't really care for what you said up there, or, you know, or they'll say, "I loved your brother," and then they'll go into their tragic story, which is that's my typical thing that happens. You know, where I get off stage and they go, I, "I'm trying to be funny," and then. Yeah. They'll go, Downer. I loved your brother. My daughter got hit by a bus. <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> and I'm like, <clears throat> you know what? I'm trying to I'm trying to be funny. You know, I don't know. Maybe this whole conversation isn't right. But even it like started when- out a normal Wednesday after Wednesday morning. <laughs> but you're I good made at a peanut butter and jelly going. sandwich. I said, go 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 to school. God bless you. And then School bus came around the corner. I, I heard the squeal. <laughs> Why are you telling me this? Why are you telling me this? But talk about how you always make fun of like the businessmen and the bars or whatever. <laughs> well, the businessmen of the bars always fucking they always. Well, like I went down to the um, we were at the we were at the hotel in Denver, and I sat there in the lobby just observing. You know, for a little while. And there was a dentist convention. Oh, amazing. And there was couples, you know, with each other that didn't know each other that well. and But they all had one thing in common. They had to go to the dentist convention. <laughs> you know, and there was a seminar about bicuspices <laughs> or something going on. And they all had to be there. And so they had maybe a glass of wine. And they're all sitting at the friggin' lobby going, so anyway, uh, we've got a couple of kids. 
And some of my kids are, they keep me running. There's some just lame goddamn joke. And I'm watching it going, fuck, look at these awkward people. And they're just going. So anyway, my wife, uh, she tries to keep them going with sports and stuff. And I'm like going, leave them alone. (laughs) (laughs) Pause, pause, pause. pause. (laughs) But I do realize that married couples, that's the place where they sabotage each other. You know, in those awkward little moments where they're with couples that don't know, you know, and then all of a sudden it'd be like, my wife masturbates to pornography. <laughs> you know, some kind of like horrible thing. And you're like going, oh, oh, fuck. There's like, what happens? What I love about small talk is somebody will give in to the small talk and go, anyway, my husband cuts his cock. <laughs> I know. You know what I mean? And all of a sudden, it'll give way because the boredom is so intense. So intense, yeah. The boredom is so intense that somebody's got to give, and it's usually a couple where that's where the therapy happens. And if you are lucky enough to observe it, you sit there and go, oh, fuck, look at this shit go down. Because the wife is trying to sabotage the husband for something he did, you know? Some kind of fucking fucked up thing that he did. And they'll do it to some strange couple that they never know. (laughs) You know? He's like, talk to my husband here. He dips his fucking balls in candle wax. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, how about those lions? How about those lions? (laughs) Right? And then it'll go back to the small talk. Right. And so, like, they just try to dig at the weakness right. of well, no, their other. The, the wife or the husband will do some kind of dig, and you're right. Go back to the small talk, and go like that didn't happen. Like yeah, go that, to this. That go. comment never happened. Yeah, I'd be like, how about that? <laughs> <That'll> <laughs> break. <laughs> be an awkward silence. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, so what they gotta... try to do is, is bury that horrible statement in the small talk. Right. It's great watching couples like fight it's great through watching, small talk. It's great watching conventions with awkward people <laughs> that don't know how to friggin' converse with each other because they're at a dentist convention with people that they don't know. They don't want to be there. They've had one glass of wine and they try to tell lame jokes. And it's always somewhere sad. The convention is somewhere sad. Like if it's in LA, it's at the Century City Hotel, like Whittier. Yeah, or or Whittier LAX Hotel. <laughs> LAX. Yeah, you know, like it's always somewhere like if it's in Vegas, it's not like on the strip. Right. If no. If it's in no. It's like know, at the Orleans. Yeah. yeah totally. <laughs> Orleans. Ramblin. What was that one called? There was another one. Uh, anyway. But, but yeah, yeah, it's always like and a the couple's bit sad. there and it's they're getting a free room. And you know they pitched it to their spouses, too, like, hey, yeah. honey, right? I got this convention. Right. And we're going to go to Vegas, and we're going to, you know. Right. It's actually Henderson. Henderson. But I always look for the guy. I always look for the guy. Wild Bill's out there. Yeah. I don't know. And I always look for the guy that gives in to the boredom and says something. Crazy. It's always a folly. We give in to the boredom so quickly. It's, it's unbelievable. But there's amaz- it's amazing how people will sit in the boredom. And go, did you like that bicuspist? Um, 3D model? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and they'll sit and bathe in the boredom. 
Yeah. You know? But, like, I can't take it. And I'll say something when it's too boring just right. to liven. Change just it for up. my own fucking. Change the shit up. Yeah. Well, just for my own entertainment. Yeah. That probably had you know. hindered us from being very, very intelligent people. Right. Because they're like, what about that bicuspid? Well, you know, I think if he would have just changed the valve setting on the uh, lateral bicuspid, he would have made a, a certain uh, a, a change in the. I think you're right. The lateral bicuspid. Instead, we're like, <laughs> bicuspid, more like bisexual. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Bisexual Anyone? cupids. Whatever. Right. And then we end the intelligent or whatever that maybe they could whatever the thing solve the bicuspid problem forever. Instead, if you said that to a Farley, we'd have been like, <laughs> "Yeah, I like bisexuals." You know what I'm talking about? You're fucking more fun chicks that like party. fucking chicks and fucking guys, chicks and guys. Okay, we're unfortunately losing Bobby at the break. So before right. you go, we want to hear the story about the hairstylist. Yeah, let's hear it. Hairstylist. I was telling Kevin this in Denver. All right. I was getting my hair oh, this cut. This is awesome. At this place in Studio City and guy was great. He's gay hairdresser, good-looking dude, huge guy. His boyfriend comes in. Uh-oh. <laughs> wasted while this guy's cutting my hair. <gasps> they proceed to have a huge fucking fight. <laughs> while while he's cutting my You're hair. In the chair. First of all, he's washing my hair, and he comes in. The boyfriend comes in, and the boyfriend is complete opposite. Like, this is like, you know, the hairdresser and then the complete opposite type of gay person. Guy, all of a sudden, they just start fighting, and my hairdresser is like, go do some more coke, you fucking whore. Go do some more coke. <laughs> I'm sitting there with lathered hair. <laughs> so, are we okay here? Totally hostage. Oh, my God. <laughs> and... <laughs> They almost went to blows. And there's, oh. when you're lathered up in a, there's nothing you can do. I couldn't no. you're get totally in the middle trapped. of them. Yeah, I was just like, all right. They just literally went on for five minutes. He's trying to kick him out. He's locking the door. He's trying to oh kick him out. Oh, my God. And the guy's like, I'll be back for you, bitch. And he goes, go fuck another dude. Go do some more coke. I'm like, are we okay here? <laughs> He's trying to get your hair cut. Oh, my God. Anyway, I'm like, can we stop the gay fighting and focus on my hair, fellas? <laughs> so but you go, I don't want to seem gay, yeah. <laughs> but can we stop the gay fighting and focus on my hair? I'm getting over-conditioned at this point. I need to be rinsed. <laughs> I don't mean to sound like a priss here, guys, but... The hair. The <laughs> hair. Come on. Let's focus on my hair. You're damaging my hair with all this, this shampoo. So, so anyway, he locks the door. The guy leaves. And then big hairdresser. I mean, he's big, like a mo how a model would be gay, you know? Mm -hmm. And right. uh, so he gets, I, I start, he starts cutting my hair then and starts crying. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my so God. So he's like cutting and then he'd stop. Oh, dear God. And he'd start crying. I'm like, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, this went on probably 10 minutes, you know. And he's like, he's like, bawling. He's saying, like, bawling. Do you want square around it? 
Oh no! No fucking <laughs> way! <laughs> he's like, he's like, how, how about the length of the side of the sideburns? <laughs> oh my god! I'm like, are you okay? Do you need a second? He's like, I do. <laughs> Gets a bottle of vodka. No. Pours me a straight vodka and and ice drink. Oh Somehow he had ice God. in the fr- freezer or something. He goes, have a drink. <laughs> I need a second. So I'm in the chair. Half? Half cut. Uh. Hair halfway done. <laughs> <laughs> Having a vodka. And he went in the bathroom, which literally, by the way, was right behind me. You know, it's just like a shack hairstyle <laughs> salon. Literally probably five feet behind me, and he's bawling his eyes out. You can hear everything. Yeah, he's bawling, and I'm just sitting there having a vodka. <laughs> With your hair half Yeah, done. hair half done. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so awkward. Now, like, I feel like in that scenario, I would have been like, oh, tell me what's been going on. Well, I was like, hey, man, are you okay? But the thing is, is I couldn't say... Let's do this another time because my hair is half done. (laughs) So I'm like, we have to get this done. Actually, we've got to plow through this. We've got to really plow through this. You're going to have to pull it together just for a little bit longer. We're going to climb this. I know you're bawling your eyes out, but we've got to get this done. I like you go obviously right to your phone and your and your cocktail. You're like checking emails. Checking text, like, oh, that's a pretty good one. <laughs> Drinking. As a guy behind the car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, hurry up in there. Let's go. Like, well, the guy goes, go do coke. Go do coke. Yeah. Did he really say, go oh, do coke. You honestly, yeah. here's my first thought. That is hey, so has that guy got any coke? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Johnny. I know, it's wrong. Oh. But I always picture, like, Bobby walking out of that barbershop with, like, a half mohawk. <laughs> totally. <laughs> like something out of jackass, like a <laughs> right. And then he's like, "What happened?" And he's like, "Long story, long story, long story." Two gay guys, vodka, crying, yeah. locked out. Muscular. Bobby, your haircut looks horrible. What happened? Okay, like, wait. So you. That's so a long story. How does he come back from that? I want to know, like, he, the moment when he it was returned. probably fifteen minutes. Are you fucking kidding me? No, and then fifteen. He minutes. came back and he was a pro. I gotta hand it to him. I mean, he finished <laughs> he the did. job. He pulled it yeah. together. Yeah, uh, he finished the job. I mean, there was nothing. Any other sitch? Any? I would have left. It but. is so disconcerting when somebody's freaking out when they're cutting your hair. Yeah. It is. Do you ever watch Tabitha? <laughs> no. What's that? <laughs> oh. Have you ever seen that? Tabitha no. Salon Takeover. Oh my gosh, it's so great. Yeah, this real like She's kind so of excited about Oh, I love it. it. It's the best show. It's on Bravo. It's like one of their reality shows. But Tabitha is mm. this like super ballsy, probably maybe a lesbian, not sure, but has like that demeanor, but like super like hard ass. She comes into your salon, like if you're having trouble, like you 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 notify her if you'd want her to come oh, like and help. Oh, like a chef. Like the uh, restaurant. Yeah, it's exactly it's Gordon Ramsay, but with salons. Yeah. And she's incredible. But man, the shit that she First of all, you watch the inner dynamics between all these stylists, which is fucked up. It's like guys like that, you know, it's just, you know, a whole mix of personalities stuck in this small room cutting hair all day. It's, it's like a weird social experiment. And then right. they, uh, anyway, but she also points out all the nasty shit that like 
all their bad hygiene, how they're like violating health codes. And it's fascinating. Let me ask you, if you get a bad haircut, do you still tip? I do. I do too. Of course. That's a tear. It is a hard one. Have no. you ever got I've mad? Never had I've never changed his haircut since high school. So uh, I got mad this last time because yeah, I got my haircut and like haircut. he just didn't cut enough of it. Hair. And so now I have to go back sooner than I would have. There you go. Oh, boy. really? You? That's annoying. You, you yelled at her. No, no. I, it was, I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. I'm too much of a pussy. I don't know what my problem is. I should have just said like, hey, cut more off. I don't know why I fucking didn't say that. But I'm, I'm, Well, sometimes they cut too much off. Yeah. You've got a lot of good hair. I got tons of hair. It's too Tons long. of good hair. I go for free haircuts. Yeah, where do those happen? In your bathroom with Jennifer? Yeah, Jennifer's friend, Deborah. Oh, nice. She cuts Kim Basinger's hair and Alec Baldwin's. Nice. Wow. That's so why I, you look like a Baldwin. There Holy I, name I, droppers. No <laughs> shit. I, so I was sitting there with Dave. You know Deborah. Of course. So I'm sitting there uh, up top, and I go, I'm here for my haircut. She goes, I'll be right. I'm, I'm almost done here. And I go, keep going. With Kim Basinger's hair. And Kim goes, huh? I'm like, wow, this is cool. I get to watch you get your hair fixed. So I sat there and watched Kim Basinger get her hair oh, all yeah. done. Wow. Up. wow. Still good. She's she still pretty? a hot number. Huh? She's still pretty? Uh, Kim Basinger? Yeah. Did you Fuck say Chris yeah. did a sketch with her? Yeah, yeah. Did you say hello to her? Oh, yeah. yeah. She knew who I was. All right. Well, All right. we got to let Bobby get out of here. So anyway, thank you so much for joining us for the first half of our show today. Thanks, Once guys. again, for all of our listeners, Bob, let's plug it again. Thanks, stick uh, around. What? Stick around. Keep drinking, Bob. Well, let me find out the traffic situation because Laurel right. Canyon was... There's a... Still going on. There's a suicide. Yeah. I can stick um, around and have another Canyon. beer, I guess. Another all beer. right. Never mind. Bobby's back for another beer. But you guys, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Yo! <laughs> Hi, I'm Bobby Miyamoto. You're listening to Farley Brothers Radio. And we're back. And we are back. Hallelujah. Come on, Johnny. Give us and what we're we are back. I'm Get here. with it. Get with it. Get with it. Uh, I want to tell just one quick little story about... We were in Denver this weekend. It was such a funny story because <laughs> we open. I opened for Spade, you know, and it's and awesome. so does Bob. Bob's with us again. He's back. Bob's back, and so like Spade tells us before the show, my cousin's here, you know, and uh, if he comes backstage, be cool, you know. And we're like, okay, cool. Your cousin's here. So he's on stage. <laughs> I go to the bathroom, and I come back. I don't know where the hell you were, but there's this Well, guy. it was 90 degrees in the green room, so I was probably outside. Yeah. Because Spade so likes there's to... This, there's this guy camped out in the green room, and he's shit-faced. <laughs> shit-faced drunk. And I'm going... Hey, man, how are you? Because I'm assuming it's his cousin. And he goes, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And I go, not much, man. So uh, uh, how's it going? You live in Denver? And he goes, 
Fuck yeah, man. <laughs> Denver sucks. <laughs> and I go, okay. okay. <laughs> I go, why does Denver suck? He goes, I don't know, man. It fucking sucks. Did he make himself a drink, too? Yeah, he made himself a drink. <laughs> and I go, <laughs> so you're Judy? Because Judy's dead. Yeah. Mom. And I go, you're Judy's uh, brother's son? Or what's going on? He goes, Fuck, man. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, man. And I, I started to fucking realize <laughs> this is just a dude hanging out in the green room. And I go, oh, my fucking God. He's just a guy hanging out in the green room. But it took me a long time because I, I, I just fucked it all up because it, it was like a half hour of believing he was his cousin. <laughs> oh, my God. And then, because the thing is, is you've had that in Vegas where people are backstage. They could be important, so you're never an asshole to somebody. No. And anybody could come backstage and go, this guy just came backstage and he goes, like Dave, man. Oh, my God. And the security was like, and then Spade oh, comes fuck. back. Spade, Spade comes. comes back and goes, who's this guy? And I go, <laughs> your cousin. <laughs> Until that moment, and then, until yeah, Spade until came told right. the security guard, get rid of this guy. Mm -hmm. And then what did he say to you? Oh, yeah. Spade goes, get rid of this guy. And the guy looks at me and he goes, Farley, come on. <laughs> no with me, man. <laughs> I go, dude, you just fucking made your way back here. Get out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Holy shit, that's awesome. It was ballsy of the dude. Can you imagine? If that's the type of ballsy shit you only do when you're really fucked up. You no. just don't be like, I want to be. fucked up. I'd never go backstage to Dennis Miller concert and be like, David. <laughs> or fucking kiss. I don't know. What's Spade's caliber? Spade's well, pretty, fucking, pretty fucking famous. Yeah. I'd never go to the fucking backstage of Adam Sandler concert if I didn't know Adam. Go, no. Adam. But it's weird. Even in <laughs> Vegas, dude. like sometimes people from the audience will just go through the curtain and go backstage, but we can't be a dick because we don't know if they're his friends or not. Right. Right. So we're nice to everybody. So it all of a sudden they come backstage and we're like, hey, what's going on or whatever. So they feel like they can stay. Yeah. They but I think they know that. The smart guys know that. And they can just snake their way back. And this guy fucking knew that. I think he knew that he could make his way back until he got booted. There's some guys that are so ballsy that are like, no, we're going to make our way until we get booted. Until I get booted. There's, it's, it's amazing. I've done well, that. Well, it's like, it's like levels yeah. of a, like yeah. a video game. I've like done how that many people yeah. can I hit? How, many, how far can I go? Did I tell you when I met Sandler? Fuck no. yeah, I did. I fucking, you know, all you got to do at a concert is just don't make eye contact with the fucking event staff people, and you're golden. <laughs> Who you did fucking, you go backstage on? I fucking went backstage with, uh, it wasn't R.E.M., <laughs> it was like, uh, who the fuck was it? It was somebody, oh, fucking, I want to stay, but I couldn't stay with you. Oh, the samples? Samples. Oh, I wow. I went backstage with the samples. Oh, the samples? Yeah. Yeah. So I fucking just didn't make eye contact in Denver. I went to school in Denver. So they always played there. So if I didn't make eye contact with the event staff, I'd be all set. And you'd hear, hey, 
Hey! Throw your hand up and you just keep walking. Yeah, because they think if you're someone important, they can't. Right. They don't want to fuck no with you. No shit. Same as what we all do backstage with Spade. You just fucking let them go. So if you make eye contact and you look like a fucking deer in headlights, you're fucked. Yeah. You're going to get tackled. <laughs> but if you yeah. don't, don't make eye contact and just yeah. keep walking. You're all set. Well, that's why this guy got backstage. It, w- it was amazing. Because I asked the staff, I go, seriously, guys? You let this fucking guy through? And they were like, um, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? My bad. Yeah. My they're bad. They're all high. Trust me. They're all stoned, too. You're right. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, you know what? My bad. You're <laughs> right. My bad. I go, we don't know. Nobody knows this guy. Right. <laughs> Nobody knows this guy. I like how he made himself a drink. He did. He made himself his drink and sat back. He looked at me. I like when he's going to get booty. He looked at me and he goes, Farley. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I love the guy. That's when I love the guy. I go, I'm not your friend. I don't know you. We are not sympathetical. You're going to get kicked out. Well, hey, speaking of uh, impending fame for you. Yes. Not impending fame. You are working like a mad dog. I'm growing yeah. a giant beard. I have a giant like beard it. right now. You look now. good. I have a giant beard because I'm playing uh, a genie in a trash can. Yeah, I'm a genie in a trash a genie. can. I always think it's like uh, canary in a coal mine, a genie in a trash can. I am a genie. Who's that? Police? Canary in a coal mine? Yeah. Is that canary? Canary in a coal mine. That's police. Yeah, it's police. Nice. Um, I'm a genie in a trash can. Um, uh, The Sound of Magic, which is a small independent film. Sounds really cute. It's a very cute it film. It's a very cute film. The kids will love it. And it's kind of like Glee-ish where um, it's very positive. I, I like the script because it's very positive message about, you know, young kids discovering who they are, their individuality and that kind of thing. And we break in the song every once in a while. And nice. Like, yeah. That's cool. So every once in a while I break. I have two songs. I think they, they hired me because I did my together stuff. Sweet. That just keeps getting you work. Well, I have a little bit of a singing voice. You do. Better than and mine. I can sing, huh? Better than mine. We have none. No, I don't. I, but, I sing like Frankenstein. I, uh, I, uh, <laughs> I have no voice. So um, I think they hired me because I do a little singing and on together and stuff like that. And it's been a very difficult shoot. I will say that. Like today, we, I worked a long day. This was a, <clears throat> my voice is gone because we were in a dump. We went to a, a, a dump, an actual L.A. dump. What did it smell like? It was horrible. Oh. Hey, can I ask a question for someone who doesn't know that much about movies? Like, I know if you're in a yeah. big movie, you have a trailer and stuff. Where do you hang no, out no. between scenes? If you no, I know low budget stuff like this. This is gonna go low you get a budget. Chair. You get a chair. It's such a grueling experience. It's it's. So you're just where can you relax? You, you a little fold out chair in the middle of nowhere and a, and a licorice stick. Red vines. Yeah. 
But you have to love movies, and I do love movies, you know? I really do love movies. I do love making movies. And, but this is a grueling, this has been grueling. And it's, it's, it's a, I like the filmmakers. I think they're great. And I think the message is great. And I like my part, and so I do it. Are you the lead? I'm, you know, one of the leads, yeah. I'm like one of the third leads, yeah. Wow. But it's grueling. As you can tell in my eyes, I'm, I've worked a 12-hour day today. But How happy were you that you didn't go out Saturday night in Denver when you had to come back in the morning and work? Very happy. Because I always... You were myself. ready to do it up that night. I was ready to go. In Denver, <laughs> ready to go. You do a show, you want to go out. I want to fucking go out. But I knew that when you're doing a movie like that, you're like, that's a 15-hour day that... I just can't, I don't have the energy as I'm an elderly age. But <laughs> So you can't even sleep on the set? There's you nowhere can. to go, right? There's nowhere to go. There's no, today, I'll But tell I, you, you're not working scenes, the whole time. The you're sitting around most today, of the time, right? The two scenes I did today, I had to hike a mountain. I went up and hiked a mountain and did a scene at the top of a little of a hill. But the hill that I hiked was a good like a Runyon Canyon hike. In and your second costume, scene, in your wardrobe. In my wardrobe, yes, which is like a giant genie outfit. The <laughs> second scene I did, which was in a city dump. <laughs> but this movie's going to be great. Do these guys know what they're doing, Kev? Actually, they do. Oh, good. Only because they smoke an enormous amount of weed. Perfect. <laughs> and this movie, you should... Definitely bring your weed, because it's and I like that. I like a movie that's trippy <laughs> enough. I'm sorry, I do. <laughs> I like a movie that's you so like trippy that. Well, there's a message yet. You go, well, it's completely G-rated. The kids like Harry will go. I like it. You know, there's no squares. There's no nothing. But it's bring your weed. The adults will go. <laughs> fuck. That's a good movie. No way. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Here's the best. Yeah. It's, I was it's watching... completely G, but the trippiest movie I've ever, ever been involved with. And 100% G. 100% G rated. And all the, all the kids will love it. You know? But I don't even get it. I know. I was watching Kevin. I don't even get it. Kevin. <laughs> Harry was I don't watching, even get what I'm doing. My boy was watching a, a fucking show the other day on, I don't know what it was on, but it was like the fucking animal comedy hour, something like that. And these fucking characters broke into some crazy song that I was like, what's going <laughs> on? I know. It went like something like this. There's a cream cheese chicken and a stick in my butt. Stick in my butt. Stick in my butt. Cream cheese chicken and a stick in my butt. Stick in my butt. I'm like, what the fuck are you? Harry, what are you watching? Harry's like, that's funny, right? I'm like, yeah, because I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's happening. I felt like a fucking 90-year-old yeah. man. I don't know what's happening. You feel like a 90-year-old man. I loved it. But you're like, there's a cream cheese chicken. This is what I'm in. I'm, this is the movie I'm in. Yeah. 
There's a cream cheese chicken sticking up my butt. What is it? There's a cream cheese chicken and a stick in my butt. Stick in my butt. Yeah. Something fucking yeah. crazy like that. I don't know. That's... But I'm a, I'm a genie that falls from space in a trash can, and I fly in my trash can. Yeah. And that's why I was in the dump today. But most of the time, I'm in a trash can. Right. And sometimes I'm inside the trash can. The last shot we had was the inner trash can. It's just, it's just. Somebody bring told your weed. me. Bring your weed. Somebody told me the fucking Teletubbies was a bunch of dudes on X. Sure. Coming off of a rave. And they're like, hey, let's make a TV show. Yeah. And off of a rave, they couldn't speak to each other. <laughs> they were so fucked up that they were like, Teletubbies. There's one guy that... I totally They were so that. fucked up I totally that they made that. that. And that's how Teletubbies came out. Yeah. I totally believe that. The guys in charge of this movie smoke so much weed. On set they do? No, but he goes... He said to me at the end of the day, he goes, I go, dude, I'm beat up. I don't know. I feel gross. I feel, the director said this to yeah. you. Yeah, and he goes, well, do you want some weed? What's going on? And I go... I said to him, I go, how much weed do you smoke? And he goes, a lot. <laughs> I go, you're making a children's film. And he goes, yeah. yeah I think yeah. that that's Obvious. pervasive in a lot of cartoons. You don't like, think Jim Especially Hansen, the early years. Jim Hansen of the Muppets smoked weed? Of course he did. Yeah. Of course now, how did these did. guys get funding? Well, I think how if did you your make show get money, funding? that's all that matters. Yeah. I think that the rule of the day is... Don't don't worry about how crazy the fucking thing is. They can get it. as crazy. And my nephew Harry would go, well, I get it. Yeah. We Just don't get it. Don't get dirty <laughs> and fight. Our minds as adults go immediately to cocks, pussies, and craziness. That's but if why you we stay do away our show. from cocks, pussies, <laughs> and craziness and just go crazy, kids will love it. Kids Guarantee will love it. You. It's just like your man uh, last week when you talked about the uh, food truck. Yeah. Bam. We come up with something nuts that doesn't involve cocks and pussies, but just as nuts. <laughs> I guarantee you kids will All fucking right. flock to it. That's our challenge to our followers. <laughs> yes, right. Come up with something suitable for our show that does not involve cocks, cocks and, pussies. and pussies. Or assholes, I'm going to say, because we do it a lot. Uh, we talk a lot about. Oh assholes. yeah, don't shit. This was an extremely asshole-free podcast. I just yeah. throw that, that out there. That was How amazing. Weeks? How many weeks are like a-hole-free? Very yeah. few. Very few. Yeah. Followers, you well, should be. You should be grateful. I think that just means that Bobby <laughs> stepped us up a notch, I and to that Bobby. we give you thanks. Yeah, I feel smarter. The highbrow human. <laughs> the highbrow. You are a highbrow all the time. Uh, well, thank you so much for being here once again. Give us your Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, at Bobby Miyamoto. It's Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. Fantastic. And I could use, I have like 10 followers on each. So if you guys want to step it up, I'd really (laughs) appreciate it. Well, we just just followed you. You're up to like 203. All right. Um, So, well, we thank you again for being here. And uh, good luck to you and Kevin at your uh, Thanksgiving show in Tempe. Hey, hey. God bless all of the followers. We love you. God bless us, everyone. Thanks, followers. We'll see you soon. Okay.